Today, I have a very special, talented, and unique guest. Not only has she enjoyed a long and successful career in music, but she's an integrative health practitioner who specializes in wellness, weight loss, and longevity using methods combining state-of-the-art functional medicine. I'm so excited to talk more about that. And she's not only a guru in her field, she's also my dear friend, and I'm so excited of all that we're going to learn from her today. Welcome to the Beauty Aside podcast. I'm Gentry Quinn. I dropped out of school at the age of 17, got my GED, and still managed to build multiple businesses and a beauty line from the ground up. Beauty Aside, each week we'll be talking with entrepreneurs and learning what it takes to achieve balance and what it really means to follow your dreams. So welcome, Larissa. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for your time today. This is, uh, this is definitely a time where we need you. We need your expertise. But before we jump in, for those who have never heard of an IHP, can you briefly explain what that means and maybe how it differs from, say, a holistic doctor? Well, um, there are some similarities to a naturopathic or functional medicine doctor. Um, I'm an integrative health practitioner, so I actually focus on being more of that health detective, I guess you can say. Um, We focus on identifying and removing toxicities and replenishing deficiencies through diet and supplementation. And there's also a health coaching element to it. Um, As an integrative health practitioner, I'm able to have a few more um, touches, if you will, with my clients to really support them and coach them in getting the results that they desire for their short-term health goals and their long-term health goals. And um, I also offer uh, functional medicine lab testing, just like a functional medicine doctor would. Super high quality testing that um, you can only get through a functional medicine doctor or another integrative health practitioner. And um, it allows us to really hone in and focus on biochemical individuality because Every person has different genetics, they have different toxin exposures, they have different nutrient deficiencies, lifestyles, stress, I mean, all these different things play into an individual, and that's um, how we really get to the root cause, or how we, I guess I should say, how we rebalance these these imbalances um, so we can uh, address the root cause for whatever it is. And it could be a lot of different things. We're able to help people with so many different things because we're focusing on the root cause and these underlying imbalances. So we're not treating necessarily or preventing specific things, but we're able to rebalance the body. um, And in doing so, we're helping them with hormones. We can help them with skin issues. I mean, a whole slew of things, headaches, migraines, everything up to digestive issues, IBS, and things like that. Wow, that was really helpful. Um, I was going to ask you about functional medicine, but you covered that. And I might ask (laughs) you a little bit more about that too, because I also want us to dive more into testing and why that's important. But before we do, um, I know because we are friends that you've always been into health and wellness. Um, You love, you know, tea like I do. We have a lot of similarities, (laughs) but uh, you've been in the music industry your entire life. 
first as a solo artist, then touring with the Mrs. Band and opening for big names like Bon Jovi. So for those who aren't familiar with your health work yet, can you tell us a little bit more about your music career and how and when did you decide to make that official transition into the health world? Well, um, as a musician and especially as a singer, um, I came to realize how important maintaining my health was and really being out front about uh, prevention and focusing on having my body in the most optimal state of health possible <laughs> because you can't sing, you can't record, you can't tour if you're sick. Um, or even if you just have seasonal allergies, you, you can't really function. Like your body is your instrument when you're a singer. So, um, you know, I've always just kind of been a little bit more focused on health because of that, you know, and some of your earliest vocal lessons with your first vocal, you know, teacher, they're going to tell you, don't drink a big old glass of milk before you go on stage and perform because <laughs> it'll affect your voice, right? You could be clearing your throat, all these things. And now, you know, um, I think it's more widely known that that's one of the number one uh, food sensitivities that so many different people have is with dairy. So of course, that would affect your voice if you're clearing your throat and you have all this congestion and, and all that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've always been just really focused on health in general. And then um, uh, I started really doing a lot of performing for a lot of cancer charity events, you know, and it just became overwhelming, I would say, because um, you know, I'm, I've talked to you about this before. Um, it's, it's really disheartening how many people are getting diagnosed with cancer these days or just all these different things, right? From depression, um, type two diabetes, lupus. I mean, you just name it. It's just, it's just really off the charts these days. And after performing for so many of those events, and then having numerous people close to me get diagnoses and um, die <laughs> tragically around me. Um, I even had a music producer who committed suicide because he was depressed and people didn't know it. Um, I had a fam close family member die of cancer. Um, well, I've had multiple die of cancers pretty tragically. So um, yeah, I just got to a point I read that cancer was predicted to rise to one in two people by the year 2030. And that was, that was it. That was the final straw for me because I mean, I just couldn't take it anymore. I, I wanted to be a part of this amazing new frontier in functional medicine where people are focusing on the prevention of, of illness and getting to the root cause and rebalancing the body so that um, we can create that disease free environment in the body um, so that cancer and chronic illness cannot thrive. Wow. That's such a beautiful thing. That prevention is so, so important. Um, and I think that it was, you were totally on point. Um, now, because we're talking about diseases right now, you said that after, when you were around 15, you actually had a dermatologist tell you that you had a skin disease and you just basically would have to learn to live with it for the rest of your life. Uh, can you tell us about, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So um, I've always just as a side passion of mine, have always been interested in natural health. 
Um, my mother had um, a lot of health issues um, her whole life, basically. And so through her journey, um, we started learning so much about herbalism. And um, I started reading books about Ayurveda and, and um, learning about how supplementation and nutrition can play into the development of disease or the prevention of disease. And so, yeah, when I got... Um, you know, the dermatologist told me that, oh, this is something that, you know, everybody just has to learn to live with. I was like, that is not true. And so I went home and I dove into the health books and I changed my diet and I started um, targeting with spe specific nutritional supplements and I got rid of it. No big deal. So, I mean, that was just proof that... <laughs> You have to take everything with a grain of salt. Um, just because somebody tells you something, you can't always, you know, take that as, as gold. Um, you have to trust your instincts. And so I'm really glad that I did um, because throughout my life, I've, I've gotten other things and other issues have kind of come up. Um, I developed IBS. I've had hormonal issues. I've had um, hypothyroidism. And I've been able to fix all those using functional medicine. Wow. I think that's awesome. And he's such, such a cool thing earlier, be your own detective. And I could not agree with you more. I, I completely wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, also uh, uh, about your, your skincare kind of perceptions on how we can change those, just like you can change things that are going on inside of your body. Um, I've had my own experiences and with education, I've learned how to improve my own skin. I've been able to share that with my clients and see real results. Um, I also, it reminds me of this, it'll be a very short story, but to your point, when I was really young, I don't know, maybe even 19, I remember getting a rash around my lips and it was the strangest thing. I could not figure it out. And I remember going to the doctor and, you know, he was kind of like at a loss also. I have no idea why this, this uh, rash is around your lips. Maybe it's food oriented, food related. So he gave me a list. I remember seeing this, this, uh, I remember the piece of paper and it had like tomatoes, probably because those are acidic and other things. And, and I remember at that point, just looking at that piece of paper and thinking, could be, could be it, but just something intuitively told me it wasn't it and that I wasn't going to get the answer through that particular doctor. So I had to be my own detective. And it turns out that when I stopped using my lip liner, because, hey, it goes around my lips. So it was just kind of like, well, maybe if I stop using the lip liner. So I think that while um, doctors definitely have an important place, an important role. I think we can never take for granted how we also know our bodies probably better if we pay attention. I have to say that as a side note, if we pay attention, because there's been times in my life where I completely haven't been self-aware. You know what I mean? I'm like drinking the chocolate cow's milk. You know what I mean? Every day. <laughs> like, I mean, there were, I can't even tell you how many cups of chocolate milk I had before, you know, this was in my early twenties, but before I knew about the repercussions of dairy. And now if I have just a little bit, I'm so hyper aware that I'll notice myself getting a little stuffy or mucusy and stuff like that. So 
Um, I love that you said be your own detective because I think we can, we can start there. We don't have to end there. If we still have problems, you know, we, we can't always just like turn to Google and figure stuff out. I've been guilty of that before too. That's, that's, you can go down a real rabbit hole, right? So if you are, if you're trying to figure it out and you can't figure it out yourself, um, you know, it's great to go to uh, an IHP like you and have that support and that guidance to really nip it in the bud, especially if it's serious and not a little rash. So anyway, <laughs> um, going back to like, let's go to what's going on right now, because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now. There's a huge pandemic uh, here in April of 2020. And I just think work like yours is so important right now for us, not only with all of the free information and the tips that you share, but also because um, you can really help us, you know, give us ways to boost our immunity, for instance, and stay healthy during these times. So could you please tell us what is something we can all do right now to help boost our immune systems? If there was just one thing, what would you say? Oh, just one. <laughs> just one thing, because I know that there are many, but I just, I want this to be kind of a universal question. Just one thing that people could do right now that would help boost their immune systems. Well, I think it's knowing where you are in your health journey can, can um, change what that one thing might be. Um, so for, for maybe like the standard American um, that is eating the standard American diet, I would say um, cleaning up your diet and getting rid of the processed foods, the excess sugar, um, the you know sugar beverages, soda, soda water, uh, pop, soda coke, whatever you, you call it, um, for wherever you are in the uh, country. <laughs> but um, I would say diet would be the number one for the average person to start with. So within that diet, if there was like, say one vitamin that everyone should be taking, because for a lot of people, they're going to hear that. And that's going to sound like in a, a book that never ends. They're not going to know where to start <laughs> or they're going to feel very overwhelmed because there's so, there's so much information out there. So if there, there was like is. one, what, what if there was one supplement? Yes. So, so if, if you are, already doing a clean diet, I would say the next level is definitely taking um, vitamin C. Even small amounts um, have been proven to be really effective in boosting the immune system. Um, there's like so much, so much research on vitamin C. It's just incredible about how, how many things vitamin C can help with from, uh, high blood pressure, macular degeneration, COPD, cataracts, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, cancer. I mean, you name Sign it. Me but, up. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> vitamin C for life. But specifically for right now, you know, everybody's concerned with um, respiratory illness and uh, preventing pneumonia and COVID-19. And um, there was one research study that said that just taking um, 200 milligrams of vitamin C um, given to the elderly that had pneumonia or SARS and were in the hospital, um, even in the ICU, there was a 
an 80% reduction in death just by taking only 200 milligrams of vitamin C. So that's, that's huge. Just even if you don't have access to a lot of vitamin C, just taking a little bit, that's going to go a long way. That's such a small amount. Could someone, if they had, say, a vitamin C tablet that was 500 milligrams, can they just cut it in half <laughs> to make it go longer? They, they, well, yes, they could. Um, I would say any vitamin C is better than no vitamin C. Um, for a lot of my clients um, right now, um, if we have not tested their vitamin C um, we'll look at your vitamin C levels through the functional medicine testing that um, I offer in my practice. And we'll see if people are getting enough through their diet, if they need extra. Um, but we'll also, I'll recommend that my clients also supplement with additional vitamin C, especially right now, because we want to really have that boosted immune system. So I would say at least trying to get two to three um, grams is a great place to start just as far as boosting your overall immunity. If people want to have like a dosage recommendation, like a general recommendation, but yeah, if you only have access to a little tiny bit, um, I mean, go with what you have access to. <laughs> so I know that a lot of times, um, and correct me if I'm wrong because you're the expert in this, but if I look at the back of my vitamin C bottle, it says milligrams, right? Or does it say yes. grams? Okay. So for the general public, general again we're being general because we you're because i know we've we've had conversations about bio individuality before so i understand the importance and if other people don't we can we can maybe you can touch on that in just a moment but that means just treating people individually in a nutshell so if i'm generally wanting to supplement with vitamin c what would it be 200 milligrams so um 1000 milligrams equals one gram. So um, when I was saying two to three grams, that's like saying 2000 to 3000 milligrams. Wow. Um, wow. Yes. I don't think most people would know that. So I'm so glad that you clarified that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good so, deal. so if you think of it that way, um, yeah. 2000 milligrams, okay, is what I'm having a lot of my clients do a, a minimum of two to three um, if not more, some of us are doing more. Um, yeah, 200 milligrams is hardly anything, right? If you compare the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I was, I needed clarification. So I'm sure that that is going to be extremely helpful to a lot of other people. Now, I know in other conversations that you and I have had before, and we've done some Instagram lives together and stuff like that. So I know from uh, talking with you before about vitamin C that you said that, you know, sometimes if you're taking it in the form of, 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 uh, excuse me, absorbic acid that you might need to be a little careful because it could cause some loose bowels. So can you give us some recommendations on how to avoid that from happening? Yeah. So, so if you're not sure how much to take, a great way is to spread your dosage out throughout the day and take a little bit, you know, every half hour, every hour. Um, because if you take too much at once, it can give you loose bowels, you know, okay. um, watery stools. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that means you've, you've gone 
past your bowel tolerance. And so you need to back off to about 75% of that dose. Now you can take a buffered um, alkalizing vitamin C that has minerals in it that's going to help you absorb it better. So I, ha I recommend that a lot of my clients do that and they'll take one scoop of, um, which is I think roughly I think it's like almost 2,500 milligrams in one scoop of this buffered alkalizing vitamin C in the morning upon waking. Um, but if they were to find that that maybe gives, they're, they're more sensitive to that by giving them loose stools, they can also spread that out throughout the day. Um, I also recommend having on hand during times like this, um, a liposomal vitamin C so that you can take really high doses should you start to feel Ill. So at, whenever I feel like I might be getting a sore throat or something coming down with a cold, whatever it is, um, I'm going to go and take my liposomal vitamin C because um, studies are showing that it is um, as effective as IV vitamin C. And you can take super, super high doses and you don't have to have a needle, you know, stuck in your arm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. And it so irritate. Yeah, your bowels. So, <laughs> oh, okay, you guys. <laughs> Hope you guys are paying attention. Okay, so liposomal. Can you just touch on that? Because I've had friends before, just because they know that I love geek out on wellness and health stuff. So they'll even ask me, "Hey, Gentry, what is this vitamin C okay for me to take?" And I'm like, and and so you know, like liposomal. I know that I've read before that it is um, that it is helpful for if if the way that I understand it is it kind of absorbs gradually. Maybe can you explain that better to us? Why that might be a better option for someone who might be a little sensitive to the regular absorbic acid. Yeah. It gets into the cell much quicker. So it, yeah, it's not going to give you that loose stool basically okay. Okay. lipo meaning fat. So the, the cellular structure. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Now I'll know how to answer those questions in the future. <laughs> okay, so here's a big one. If someone can't get a hold of vitamin C, funny enough, I've had, I think the last time you and I did um, our tea time together on social media, someone reached out to me that I know asking me where to actually find the vitamin C because they were having a hard time. So I gave her uh, the website where you get your vitamins from. Um, but I also know that, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, if that's not going to work for someone, maybe because of the price point that, that they might need a more affordable option, but let's just say they can't get a hold of vitamin C in general. Okay. Let's just say they can't Okay. where, what else can they do? Can they get it? Can they get it through foods? Can, what do you recommend? Um, Yes, I would say, so obviously liposomal vitamin C is more expensive. Um, you can get ascorbic acid for pretty cheap. Um, you just have to be careful with, you know, I, I would prefer not to go with the cheaper version because it can come from non, um, or can come from GMO corn. Um, and also things like 
um, emergency, <laughs> these multivitamins that, you know, that are in packets, there's a lot of other ingredients in there that you really just don't want to get. Um, especially if you have certain genetic mutations, um, emergency, for example, also has cyanocobalamin form of B12 and um, folic acid, and that can be bad for people with MTHFR um, variant, certain variants. So um, yeah, I would, I would be careful of some of those cheaper forms. Um, but yeah, if you can just get straight ascorbic acid um, and that's all you can afford, um, I would say that's better than none at all. And if, if it's, it's hard to afford supplements, um, eating healthy is, like I was saying, is the number one. So removing additional added sugars from your diet, increasing foods, um, eating more plants, right? Because just by eating more plants, fruits and vegetables, you're going to get more vitamin C. So that's a great place to start. Okay, guys. So just to clarify, they can get it through foods. Um, and any vitamin C is better than no vitamin C at all, but if they can afford to invest in a high quality vitamin C, where should they look? I would talk to, well, I would use any brand that, um, the health professional, obviously that you're working with recommends. Um, if you aren't working with somebody go with a high quality functional medicine brand. Okay. Those are brands that are recommended by functional medicine doctors or integrative health practitioners, health professionals and nutritionists, um, that know what brands work and are effective and know what dosages work. And, and then that in, because of that, you're going to get results. <laughs> okay. So I could see people being, um, like, uh, you know, like for instance, me, if I didn't know who, if I didn't know you and I didn't know where to get the vitamins that you would recommend, I could see myself being lost. So can you give us a specific place, maybe a place that you personally recommend to get these high functional, what do we call it? Yeah, so <laughs> functional medicine brand you know, supplements. There's a lot of great yes, brands. Yes. Um, uh, Equilibrium Nutrition is one that I recommend for a lot of my clients. Also, Thorn, Metagenics, um, Designs uh, for Health. Um, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of really, really good ones out there, high quality. Um, here, I'm actually in Austin, Texas, and um, there is an amazing pharmacy that has a lot of functional medicine brands and um, so you could just literally go in there and talk to the people working there. They are so knowledgeable and they only carry really good, high quality supplements. Okay. So I do not recommend getting the cheap supplements from like a local corner drugstore that's one of those chains like CVS or Walgreens or Walmart. I really don't recommend that because, like I was saying, they're going to be using the cheaper forms. Um, like cyanocobalamin and folic acid. If, if you have that MTHFR issue, you really need to be using a methylated version of uh, folic acid, a methylfolate instead. It's really important. Um, yeah. And, and then, like I was saying, even just the emergency, you know, people think, oh, I'm doing myself, you know, some good here. Well, there's, there's sugar in there. And so sugar will actually compete with vitamin C to get into the cells. So you don't want to have, you don't want to take a vitamin C with a bunch of sugar in it. That's kind of, you know, pointless. 
Right. For someone that, for me that can't swallow pills, I have to drink everything with sugar. (laughs) I guess that'll have to be one of my challenges. Uh, But very, very good to know. Um, I did not know that about the sugar competing with the cells. So good point. So we're going to put the links below if you guys are listening and Larissa has dropped some names like equilibrium about where to find the vitamins. We're going to give you that link. So you don't have to go searching for that. Also the store, if you are in Austin, Larissa, are you talking about people's pharmacy? I am. Okay. Okay. So we'll also put that little note. If you're in Austin, um, do you know if they, if you can order online with them as well? You might, especially right now, um, during the quarantine, um, they, you actually call in and you can place your order over the phone and then you drive up and you pick up, um, your orders. So they might be now moving to more online stuff. I don't know, honestly, but no problem. No problem. (laughs) I just, I was just curious, uh, because of the situation that we are in, as you just mentioned. So because you just talked about how terrible sugar is, and I know this because as a skincare professional, um, I know how terrible it is for your skin. It can call premium calls premature aging even. I'm sorry to tell you guys that. You know, it's a terrible thing to hear, but it's true. So because I, because I know that I steer my clients away from sugar, what are a few foods that you would recommend that everyone should be avoiding these days to stay healthier? A few foods to avoid? Yes. A few foods to avoid such as sugar. We'll just say sugar is one of them because I know that's a terrible... <laughs> I mean, if we can't avoid sugar, we should avoid sugar for many, many reasons. But yeah. um, if there's just, you know, a few, a couple, what would you say that we could Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So avoiding sugar is great, but Diet Coke is not better. So uh, <laughs> Ew, good aspartame is another one to avoid. Um, definitely. And, and there is aspartic acid, actually, when I was mentioning the emergency earlier, <laughs> Um, and 40% of that makes up aspartame. Mm. So that has been found. Um, the NutraSweet is another name for aspartame, um, has been found to be toxic to the nervous system and brain and uh, grow brain tumors and cause cancer. Um, and all of the different laboratory studies, you know, with lab animals they've done, it's, it's, it's not good. And they, a lot of people get migraines and headaches from it. So they may not even realize and connect the two that that it's because they're drinking, you know, diet Coke all day can cause vision problems and, you know, so many other things. So avoid sugar, but avoid the, the artificial sweeteners as well. They're, they're not good. Um, you can use some more natural sweeteners like stevia is a great alternative. I would try to find a less processed version. I like to get the actual leaf that's ground up. Um, and it doesn't have that same aftertaste maybe that some of those other ones do. Um, there's other things like, um, you know, calorie free monk fruit. Um, and then there's some better options like, you know, coconut sugar or monk fruit. They're finding, are, is better options for sweeteners or just having like a little teaspoon of honey or some, um, you know, 100% pure maple syrup can be good and have other benefits and has minerals in it. It can be good. Um, just beware, be aware that if you have any type of digestive issues, um, 
IBS, it can irritate that and it can potentially feed the bad bacteria. So you may want to clean up your gut. If you notice you have any issues when you consume something like inulin or any of these other um, substitutes, um, talk to an integrative health practitioner or your functional medicine doctor or um, some other health professional that's a little more um, nutrition oriented um, and that looks at gut health and see what you can do to clean up your gut and, and address that so that you can eat eventually other things and what you want to eat and not be so restrictive on your diet. <laughs> mm, that is such good info. Uh, you would actually, you, I'm so happy that you mentioned artificial sugar because um, Splenda some people get confused. Uh, the, the proper name for it is sucralose. And mm. some people get confused by it because it's really close to sucrose. Mm. And I feel, which is a form of sugar, processed sugar. So Splenda is actually more in line with like, um, with like equal only they're, they're, they're different, but mm -hmm. they do the same thing. Right. And me for me and millions of other people um it falls in line with what you mentioned have adverse reactions to it i personally call it rat poison sorry i mean i don't mm. really know that anybody i can justify anybody consuming it even if they have diabetes because there are other options now where in the past there maybe weren't as many widely known options. So I'm like, well, you know, you don't want to die of diabetes. So if you got to have a little sugar, I guess, you know, but that is, I think a thing of the past. And for someone like me, I spent, this was when I was in my twenties, I spent three months having migraines, actually going to three doctors, um, one neurologist having, um, an MRI done of my brain in the process because I thought maybe I had brain cancer or something. I had no idea why I would go to being a young, healthy person who works full-time, goes to school part-time, to being crippled with migraines. And come to find out, I was with my mother-in-law at the time, and I was explaining to her my situation. And she has worked in Whole Foods now for over 20 years. She's worked in every single department there. She's even worked in education where she's taught people about, uh, you know, supplements and, and, um, and stuff like that. So I would always turn to her for advice and knowledge. And she looked at me and she said what no other doctor had asked me out of the three doctors I went to. And she said, have you done anything with differently to, with your diet lately? And I paused and said, no, can you believe the first words out of my mouth were no, the only <laughs> thing that I've done is switched from regular sugar to Splenda because I consume mm. so much sugar and I heard sugar is super bad for you. So I thought I was doing something healthy by doing the substitute. And she said, I want you to stop right now. I want you to go to the computer and Google it and see what you find. I did that. The first thing that came up in a forum, I kid you not, was the word rat poison. And I just sat there in shock looking at the screen like, oh my God, could this really be it? And uh, my heart started racing and I started reading uh, through the multiple forums about all the people who had been experiencing symptoms like this because they were taking artificial sugar. So I discontinued it within a day or two. Every symptom I had went away and I never had another migraine. 
never to this day, I've never had another migraine. So I tell that story because to kind of emphasize the importance of what you mentioned about the adverse reactions that can happen. And the crazy part about it is I think that there's so many people out there that literally do not have a clue. Like they might be having migraines right now or other health issues and taking, taking, uh, you know, alternatives like this, drinking the diet Cokes, whatever it is. And they seriously don't have a clue about the connection. So I think that's really important that you brought that up. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that story. I, I think there are a lot of people out there just like that. Um, and so many people, like you're saying, don't connect what they put into their bodies with their symptoms. And um, that's one of the big things we focus on is figuring out exactly what foods supplements, um, everything is ideal for you because everybody's different, but there are some basics like you're talking about, um, staying away from some of the more dangerous things that are made from chemicals like aspartame Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah, exactly. Diet Coke. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's no joke. I can, because I'm, I'm more aware of my body and what I put into it now, like a million times more than I was in my twenties. Um, nowadays, if I have a little bit of dairy, like I told you earlier, and I wake up the next morning, I notice the mucus or me being a little stopped up and I'm like, Hmm, no mas. Or, um, what was the other example I was going to give you? Um, I'm losing it, Larissa. I'm losing my mind. Uh, another example. Maybe I'll think of it in a second. Uh, like food sensitivities? Yeah, yeah, like food okay. sensitivity. Or if I know what I was going to say, if I even chew a piece of gum with artificial sugar in it, it makes my throat uh, sore. That's what I was going to mm, say. Which sounds yeah. right. It's such a little insignificant thing that people may, you know, waking up and like right. you know, up up. Maybe people might think, oh, it's just allergies because allergies right. are off the chart. But it's so easy. It would be so easy to confuse that with, um, you know, the things that you're putting into your body if you are not hyper aware which is also a bonus, a real significant bonus to working with someone like you. So you mentioned, I want to shift back to more on what you do for a second, because you mentioned a lot about testing and how important it is to test for certain things to determine root causes, um, you know, for ailments or to determine hidden maybe diseases. Um, So just tell us why the testing that you offer is so important or so beneficial to people? Yes, because, um, well, functional medicine testing and, and just the functional medicine model in general is more focused on prevention, okay? Um, we're looking for underlying imbalances that are often hidden and don't show up on your blood work. Um, they're not going to show up on your blood work a lot of times until they're so severe um, that you would get a diagnosis. And at that point, that's when your conventional doctor would say, okay, you have blank blank. That means I can give you a prescription and they would give you that prescription to help you alleviate those symptoms. Um, but it's never getting to the underlying root cause. So if you have, um, 
let's see, for example, or, oh, we're talking about migraines and headaches. It could only be so many things, right? It could, like you're saying, it could be something you're consuming. It could be some chemical like aspartame, NutraSweet you're consuming, but it could maybe be you have hormonal imbalances. Okay. Well, if they're being caused by the hormones, why are your hormones um, out of balance? What do we need to look at? Are you deficient in B vitamins, magnesium? Um, is your stress through the roof? <laughs> do you have estrogen dominance? So do you have a low relative levels of progesterone to estrogen and it's causing you to have also PMS, super bad hormonal acne, um, right before you, you start your period, if you're a lady? Um, we need to to figure out what's causing what and rebalance the body. And so that's what functional medicine testing allows us to do. It allows us to dive deeper and say, okay, do you have um, an overload of heavy metals that's preventing you from absorbing some of these minerals that are causing you to have hypothyroidism, um, a lack of iodine, a lack of selenium, what is that? So it just, yeah, it's just a basic way we can show our client and say, listen, this is why you feel the way you do. And what's so powerful, especially when people test afterwards, they see the before and after and they say, wow, that's why I had IBS. I had C. diff. I had these bacterial strains um, in my gut that were causing me to feel this way. And it just, it, it actually is really liberating, I think, when people see it on paper. And um, you're not going to get that from your conventional doctor. Um, they're just looking to diagnose a disease. And so, and functional medicine, we want to catch it before it gets to that point. Wow, that is so helpful. That was so, that was so loaded with so much information uh, that I think people just do not know. I mean, especially me before knowing you, I would have asked, well, what's the difference between like getting my regular blood work or why can't I figure it out from doing it this way? Or so, um, so I love the idea of functional medicine being able to help us prevent, prevent, you know, these ailments from turning into say, um, you know, a debilitating disease by just being, by just looking at it before it turns into it, you know, because once we get the blood work, it doesn't mean you shouldn't get your blood work. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, discourage anyone from getting their yearly blood work. My mom does every year. And I think that's awesome because she kind of keeps track of like her levels and stuff like that. But just putting emphasis on the fact that, uh, you know, prevention is what we should all be really striving for. And by doing, uh, by, uh, having an integrative health practitioner and, and being able to explore functional medicine and what that means to our bodies, we can kind of, uh, address things before they ever turn into anything else. So I love, love, love that idea. Um, so much good information. So, um, I wish we had so, so much more time. We're definitely going to have to have a part two. I'm just going to put that out there right now because <laughs> we have so much more to share with everyone. But, uh, but before we leave today, I do have just a few more quick questions for you. Um, what do you think is the big, biggest misnomer people have about your profession and what you do, like basically what your job is like versus what people's interpretation of your job might be like? Because I know a lot of people that are listening might have aspirations for 
going into the health or wellness arena and just there's just so many different avenues so people might get a little overwhelmed or not know where to start so can you just put that into perspective what it is that you do versus what it what people's perception might be that you do i think a lot of people don't realize how much focus we put on nutrition and that your conventional medicine doctor, um, they don't have a lot of nutrition training unless they've done, you know, postdoctoral work and they've continued to educate themselves. Um, most of them don't have that background and training in supplementation or, or nutrition and diet at all. So that is one thing we put a lot of focus on and that's why we're able to help so many people. Um, is that kind of no, where you is- were going? No, that's great. It's kind of a, it's kind of a blended question anyways. So I know I love that answer, but also um, just to add on to that, um, I know a lot of people might actually want to do, or might be interested in doing the job that you do. And so you answered, you answered a large part of the question about what it is that you guys focus on, but maybe a better way to phrase it would be, what is a day in the life of an integrative health professional? Like, what does it look like for somebody that might be interested in doing what you're doing? Yeah. Um, I do a lot of continuing research, um, which is what I love to do because, you know, our, we're constantly learning and discovering new things, especially in the, the world of genetics. Um, so I'm constantly doing research and then sharing my research and incorporating that, um, into protocols and how I help my clients. So that's one good thing that I love to do. So if anybody just enjoys, uh, health research and, um, I think becoming an integrative health practitioner is a great thing. Um, and if you enjoy helping people, which I tremendously do, I mean, every time I get somebody healthy enough where they're able to stop taking their medication. Um, I want to just jump through the roof. I mean, it's just so thrilling to me that, um, I'm able to help them achieve, you know, maybe that something that their doctor said, Oh, well, there's, there's nothing else we can do except just take this high blood pressure medication or, you know, you just have type two diabetes. There's nothing you can do about it. And I think for anybody that, yeah, enjoys helping people, being an integrative health practitioner is, is just so rewarding in so many ways. And um, I love it. <laughs> That's so awesome. I know you're so passionate and I, you get me excited about it even more than I normally would be every time I talk to you because of your passion. Just, I, again, I, we're definitely going to have to have a part two, but the way I've decided to end things from now on is to ask, what is one of your favorite quotes and why? Because I think we can learn so much about people from what kind of what motivates and inspires them, if you don't mind sharing. Yes. So I kind of have two. <laughs> oh, all right. But um, I, so I'll just, I'll tell you my, my first one I love is um, by Linus Pauling, who is, um, or was a two-time Nobel Prize winner. He said, nearly all disease can be traced to a nutritional deficiency. So I, I think that's really, really powerful coming from him. And I hope that resonates with, you know, some of your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think enough people make that connection. Um, so that's one of my favorite qu- quotes. <laughs> Love it. And then the other one um, is a Jim Rohn quote. And he says, 
I will take care of me for you if you will take care of you for me. So talking about self-care and the importance of self-care, and I just think not enough people are um, taking taking care of themselves the way they know they should. and I truly believe there should be a health coach, you know, in every, every home. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> because do. more people need to be aware of how affected they are by, mm-hmm. by what they put in their bodies. So we have so much power. We're either, we're either moving towards a disease by what we put in our mouth or moving away from disease by what we put in our mouth. And it's mm-hmm. your choice. Which direction do you want to go? seriously that last quote just gave me chills that that's that's uh wow that was yeah it's very powerful and um and thank you for sharing those with us and while we all can't have an an integrative health professional in our homes we can (laughs) find you virtually and online so we can stay in touch with you that way your instagram is one of my favorite instagrams to follow because of all the helpful tips you post every single day i know you have an awesome blog with a wealth of information so please tell us and our audience where we can find you online yeah, you can just find me on my website, larissaness.com. N like Nancy, so happiness, but it's larissaness.com. Um, Larissa Ness Wellness is my business. And then you can find me on any of the socials, but especially Instagram, I post there quite frequently. Um, it's just my, my name, Larissa Ness. Perfect. Perfect. You guys definitely need to stay connected with Larissa. I'm going to post her links below. And I just want to thank you again, Larissa, so, so much. Um, I think this is going to be one of the most helpful episodes that I've had thus far for people just taking really control of their health and knowing that they can do more than they probably think they can do um, right now. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. And I can't wait to do it again with you. And for our listeners, thank you for tuning in with us today on another episode of Beauty Aside. You can catch more episodes at gentryquen.com or on iTunes. And remember, the more you know, the more you glow.